welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I pointed the wrong way. I am your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford. I was just out at Two Rivers Ford today, in fact, because it's car care month, and my car, my 2012 Ford Escape, I had to get her checked up on. It is car care month at Two Rivers Ford. You can get 10% off your service when you go through their award-winning service department in Mount Juliet. Go print out your coupon online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you're not betting on the golf, you should be. If you're not betting on the NBA, you should be. If you're not betting on the Preds tonight, you should be in the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code A2Z Sports. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Preds, who are playing right now, of the Titans, who will play soon, and Arvada Z Sports Prime Time, who is now playing for you right now. Gary Ashton for your dream address without the stress or to sell your home for more at GaryAshton.com. And of course, if you want satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs, the people that you call are Brymac Mechanical. Commercial, residential, doesn't matter. They got you covered at Brymac.com. All right, so let us talk about uh, Gas Saver, Buck. You know how to ride, says Boogeyman. Well, let me let me tell you, uh, I, love, I love my 2012 Ford Escape Sugar. She's coming up on 10 years. So it is, now I have had, I have had my car for five years, but it is coming up on the time for me to get a new car. And that means I'm going to be going out to Two Rivers Ford. Uh, I finally catch the A to Z live stream, says Vinroy. Well, welcome, Vinroy. If you're a first timer, we appreciate you guys hanging out, showing up, and showing out. Derek Rose, but Buck Rise, says Big Mac, indeed. So Derek Henry was there. Bleacher Report, you know, it's it's the football offseason, so it's list season, right? Typically, we, we reserve that for the summer months in June and July, but the list season has begun. And Derrick Henry, Bleacher Report, is going through and ranking each of the 32 NFL franchises' best draft pick of the last 10 years. So from 2020, so from 2011 to 2021, basically, is where we find ourselves. Do you know if the Titans will have Anthony McKinney this year at tackle? Says Donovan, uh... Romaine, isn't that the guy that opted out? I have no idea um, about the tackle competition right now, but he was, uh, I'm pretty sure that was the the name of the opt-out player, the only one that they had. Anyway, let's not talk about opt-out players. Let's talk about Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry is the player that is has been voted by Bleacher Report as the Titans' best draft pick this decade. So the question becomes, fair or foul, we will go through some former draft classes of the Tennessee Titans, not just of John Robinson, but of Rustin Webster as well. Fair or foul, Derrick Henry as the best Titans draft pick this decade. Your Two Rivers Ford take. Let me know on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch TV. We will get you going there. Your Two Rivers Ford take here on a Thursday night. Fair or foul, Derrick Henry as the Titans best draft pick in the last 10 years. While you guys do that, I will remind you about the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford, where you go for 10% off your service if you go get your car serviced at Two Rivers Ford. Car Care Month, that's what's happening in April. And it's because Two Rivers Ford 
prides themselves on customer service. They've prided, prided, prided themselves on customer service for nearly 40 years, since 1983. They've won the Ford Customer Care Award 14 years of the 40, nearly 40 years that they've been in business. That means that you're having a great experience, whether you're buying a car or using their award-winning service department. So go check them out in Mount Juliet or pay them a visit online at tworiversford.com. That's where you go. Your Two Rivers Ford take here on a Thursday night. So let's see, fair or foul? Now, I don't expect many fouls, but I do think that there will be a handful of uh, a handful of people who see value in other players because Derrick Henry is a fantastic player, a literally a record-breaking player for the Tennessee Titans and one who stands alone in NFL history. So he's going to be a tough one to knock off the perch. But Bleacher Report did this. Uh, they went through each franchise. They found the best franchise, the best pick of each franchise in the last 10 years, and they came up with Derrick Henry. So fair or foul? Steven says fair. Daryl says as well he should be. Fair for Johnny Jameson. No question, says Mir. Fair. Jason Lewis, Marquise, yes, sir. Foul, it's easiest, says Brandon Cotter. Okay, Brandon, well, tell me who your pick would be. Because I'm looking at each of the last, you know, I'm looking at the last 10 years of drafts, okay? Now, the first, let's just do first round picks, right? So Jake Locker in 2011, Kendall Wright in 2012, Chance Warmack in 2013, Lawan, Mariota, Jack Conklin, Corey Davis, and Adoree Jackson, Rashawn Evans, Jeffrey Simmons, Isaiah Wilson. Now, we know that Derrick Henry was a second-round pick. We know that Derrick Henry was the third of the three second-round picks that they made this year. If you want to yell at John Robinson about anything, look at what came before Derrick Henry in that 2016 draft. Jack Conklin, good pick. Kevin Dodd, bad pick. Austin Johnson, bad pick. Derrick Henry, at 45th overall. They had three second-round selections, and Kevin Dodd and Austin Johnson both went before Derrick Henry, which seems ridiculous in retrospect at this point. Fair or foul is the question that I'm asking you. Now, consider this. Jarrell Casey is also included in this draft or in this range of draft picks. I'm going through the list of them right now. The 2013, 2012, there'd be nobody to compete with it. Taylor Lewan, you could make the argument for Lewan because he was here before Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry doesn't have quite the level of success that he does at this point without Taylor Lewan, although nobody is doubting that Derrick Henry is a spectacular player. Jack Conklin doesn't me measure up. Uh, Corey Davis, Adoree Jackson, Jonu Smith, Jayon Brown, also in the running, Rashawn Evans, Harold Landry, A.J. Brown, Jeff Simmons, Nate Davis, Amani Hooker, David Long, Isaiah Wilson, Christian Fulton, Darrington Evans, Laurel Murchison, and on and on the list goes, right? Fair or foul is the question that I'm posing you. When was Johnson drafted, right? Literally two picks before Derrick Henry, which is an offense, an absolute crime against draft humanity. Austin Johnson, and even before that, 10 picks before Austin Johnson, 12 picks before Derrick Henry, your boy Kevin Dodd problem area for the Tennessee Titans in the last couple of years. Fair or foul, the selection of Derrick Henry in the last 10 years as the best draft pick in the last decade of the franchise, I would be curious to hear from you 
here on A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Lucas Burks says KB was a third round pick, says Lucas Burks. Yeah, Kevin Byard factors in to this. I don't think there is a legit other answer, says Johnny. Well, here's here's what I'll say, right? AJ has the potential. Jeffrey Simmons has the potential. If you're going to make the argument for anybody, it would be for Taylor Lewan. Now, it's not a great argument that you could make for Taylor, right? He's a left tackle. He's not a skill position player. But Taylor is really, when you go back and look at it, Taylor and Mariota, two draft picks, uh, two first-round draft picks that were here on the roster when John Robinson got here. Mariota didn't last. Taylor Lewan has. So when you look at how the Tennessee Titans built themselves back up, Taylor Lewan is a very big part of this. Derrick Henry is, without question, um, the most recent source of their greatest success, right? When the Titans are at their best, it's because Derrick Henry's at his best. But if you want to make the argument for anybody else out of all of those draft picks that have happened in the last 10 years, Jarrell Casey, maybe. Taylor Lewan, maybe. But really, I don't think anybody's coming close to Derrick Henry. Fair is the answer to the question here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. It's 100% Derrick Henry, and the other two are maybe close, but Derrick Henry's really the only one of them that's well on his way to the Hall of Fame. He's happy uh, to be a part of this team, be a part of this organization, um, be teammates with the, with the guys on this team. Um, they're my brothers. Uh, a great, great accomplishment, you know, for us collectively. And um, just, got, just glad that we was able to, you know, finish with a W in the division, be able to keep playing. Um, you know, uh, got shaky at the end, but, you know, uh, we all, you know, stuck together and was able to get it done. So that's Derrick Henry after he became the eighth player in the history of the NFL to rush for 2,000 yards. Derrick Henry is fair as the Titans' best draft pick in the last 10 years, he's broken 1,000 yards in each of the last three seasons. He's got a pair of rushing titles, back-to-back, no less. He's the eighth player in NFL history to rush for 2,000 yards. Last year, of course, he broke 2,000 and went over 2,000. I believe he finished with 2,029 in that Week 17 game against the Houston Texans. That does not include what he did in the 2019 postseason, where he was literally the greatest source of their success. The reason that they found themselves in the AFC title game, Tannehill, of course, did things. Jonu Smith, Corey Davis, Khalif Raymond. There are many. David Long was a big part of that in that game against Baltimore. There are many, many reasons why the Titans had success, but Derrick Henry is the greatest source of all of it. They did. They had Jarrell Casey on the roster for nearly, nearly all of those 10 years and never found the kind of success that they did when Taylor, uh, excuse me, when Derrick Henry was operating at his best. Taylor was like a cornerstone, says Daryl. Uh, 100%. Brandon Cotter says, please don't flame me, Buck. It was an accident. Boys, I didn't mean to type that, says Brandon. Okay, so he's retracting his statement. Lawan was before J-Rob, I thought, says 24 Sherlock. Yes, well, we'll get into J-Rob's drafts here in a second. Uh, Tannehill for a fourth-round pick is a, is a really, really good draft pick. Yes, that's 1,000%. Lawan had a bout with making stupid penalties, but yeah, now he's one of the best left tackles. Um, you could make maybe you couldn't make the argument that he's the best left tackle. Hell, Trent Richardson at 175 is still out here making the argument that he's and and rightfully so that he's one of the best left tackles in football right now. There's a handful of good ones 
in the league, but Lawan has been very, very good. Ivan Gregory says Lawan hasn't been near consistent enough. I mean, Ivan, so when Derrick Henry got here in 2016, it really wasn't until like the last month, the last quarter of the 2018 season when Derrick Henry turned into Derrick Henry. Now, some of that's Mike Malarkey's fault for playing DeMarco Murray far longer than he should have. But remember that Derrick Henry, again, was losing snaps to David Flewellen as recently as 2018. So I would say to you that Lawan, when you tell, tell me about Lawan and his consistency, the argument is very much there to say that Taylor Lawan has been more consistent for a longer period of time than Derrick Henry. Now, make no mistake, Derrick Henry's accomplishments are otherworldly. They are Hall of Fame discussion worthy especially if he continues on this path without question. But let's not do let's not do revisionist history. Let's not remember the version of Derrick Henry that people were infuriated by because he refused to run north uh, north and south as opposed to trying to be a finesse back when he's 250 pounds. And the version of Derrick Henry that in 2018 for the majority of that season until the last month when he had seven touchdowns in four games, there's really not a good argument for the consistency of Derek over the consistency of Lawan. If consistency is the argument that you choose, okay? Again, I'm not arguing that what Derek has done or what that that what Derek has done is not more impressive than Taylor. That's without question. Henry was held back early. I don't think that's totally fair either. Henry was held back early, yes, but Henry also held himself back. They tried very, very hard. They tried very, very hard. To make Derrick Henry, to make Derrick Henry their feature back, Mike Vrabel's first year here, and it just wouldn't happen. That's why there were still Dion Lewis games. If Derrick Henry was the clearly superior player, he would be the clearly superior player here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. People tend to forget that, says Ronnie Sneed. No question. I mean, and and I don't, I don't say that to discount Derrick Henry. Please don't mistake me. Um, but I do think that it's important to remember that if we're going to cite consistency, we have to look at the full picture for both of those players. And Derrick Henry's consistency, while it has been spectacular, it's only it's still in a pretty small sample size when you think about it, which honestly makes it more impressive, especially if he can keep up on that pace. As far as consistency goes, Henry has not fallen off ever since he turned it on, says Dom, without question. Uh, you're my favorite sports show host. You know your stuff, says Dylan Hardaway. Well, thank God, because they pay me a lot of money, so I better damn well know my stuff. <laughs> David Williams says, hey, Buck, guess what? What, David? I'm not, I don't know. If you better have something good. You better have something good, because if you're screwing with me, and I'm wait, if I'm slowing down the show for you, David, it better be good news. And it's not that I don't love you, baby, but you got you to gotta give me something good if you're going to say, hey, Buck, hey, Buck, guess what? Hey, guess what? What? What, David? Let me know. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll keep the show moving here on a Thursday night. Yes, Henry is a beast, says OG Will. Yes, the answer is fair without question. Derrick Henry is the best Titans draft pick in the last 10 years, David. Well, that is actually pretty good. David Williams says, don't forget that you could suck it, Buck, just like Dennis Kelly told me in his uh, goodbye statement to Titans fans. I don't know that we ever talked about this on the primetime show because that happened on the radio show. Uh, Buck could also be 
our favorite uh, PA, but I think he's getting tired with the two income. <laughs> Says King Mofaga. I mean, listen, I I uh, I am very very well compensated, but I work all the time, and so I appreciate everybody that wants or, or wants me to do the Titans public address because, of course, Duke Donegan retired after 22 years um, to be, from being the voice of Nissan Stadium. He's done an exceptional job every preseason game, every home game, every postseason game at Nissan Stadium or LP Field or the Coliseum, uh, Adelphia Coliseum. That's been Duke, who's been the voice in the stadium, right? So now Duke's retired and a bunch of people have, have asked me if I'd want to do it. And I said, no, I can't work anymore. I just simply can't because I'm not tired yet, but damn it, I would be. And plus, I got enough to do on Sundays, much less, you know, you guys don't want me as the voice of Nissan Stadium. You want a Titans fan. You want one of you. You don't want me. I'm not going to bring the same excitement, the same energy, the same gravitas as Duke Donegan did. That's not me, baby. That just ain't me. There are plenty of good people for that job. I could probably do that job, but you want somebody who who's as invested as you. And I'm I'm paid to do a job. I'm paid very well to do a job. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's you want to sport you want to you want a Titans fan in that position. And I am I am a Titans reporter, but I am not a Titans fan. You want somebody who can bring the energy. Um, would you rather have Laramie Tunsil to save your Clemens? I would honestly. Uh, D Marie says if they paid you enough, honestly. No, Dee Marie, I would not. I <laughs> like, like I said, I'm at the point in my life, fortunately, where I can turn down stuff, even if it means more money. Um, and I am, I'm perfectly comfortable right now <laughs> with all the work that I'm doing. And I like what I get to do on Sundays. If I, if I was the PA announcer or man or woman PA announcer, says Carrie. Well, I, uh, Carrie, whomever, whomever you want it to be, or whomever is qualified for the job. If there's a if there's a lady Titans fan that wants to get down in the booth, I 100% support that. In fact, I encourage that. Um, but I just I haven't seen a lot of uh, a lot of females out there nominate themselves for the job. Um, so Buck nonstop bragging about his money says Ty. No, I'm just saying like I I get paid enough. I work enough. That's all I'm saying. That's that's all I'm trying to say at this point. Not true. It will be an ep- it will be epic with a bottle of Don Julio in that booth, my brother. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, it would be a good time. No, thanks, Buck. We need you here. Yeah. If I did PA, I wouldn't be able to do primetime. Listen, you guys don't want me working for the team. If I was working for the team, I wouldn't be able to be honest with you about your team. I would not be able to be unfiltered. If I'm a team employee, I gotta, I gotta follow the company line, right? I wouldn't want to do that. You guys wouldn't want me to do, I don't think you would want me to do that. I think you guys come here because I'm not, you know, I'm not fanboy. Now, I, when the team's good, we'll talk about them being good. When the team stinks, we'll talk about them stinking. Um, but, I, you know, you guys don't want me to be a team employee. Like, And and all love for Mike Keith and Amy Wells and, and Coach Mack and Jimmy Wyatt. There's nothing wrong with that without question. But I just don't – I don't do a job like that. You know what I'm saying? And and I I mean, if if things if things came to it, would I take a team job? I mean, maybe, but like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how. I, I just, I don't know. Uh, no, lie to us, Buck. Lie to us, says Dion. <laughs> maybe another night, Dion. Uh, yeah, you've been stunting a lot lately, says Ron. 
Um, you know, uh, what, what's it's like the Chappelle. It's like the Chappelle show. It's like the Chappelle show. Gif. Uh, hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. I don't. I I actually did a DraftKings spot that we recorded, so I have a stick. It's just a it's just a bunch of singles. Like I'm not going to a strip club anytime soon. Uh, nor would I because I have a girlfriend. I'm very happy in my life. But <laughs> I I actually happen to have some money on my desk because we were cutting a DraftKings spot, which you will see on social media uh, pretty soon. So I so hide the money, all this poor people around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Here on A to Z Sports Prime Time, let's move on. Let us talk about John Robinson's draft season. It is officially draft season. It has been draft season. But I want to know from you guys here on A to Z Sports Prime Time, what has been, there have been five of them, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Five John Robinson drafts, 2016 through 2020. Which of those five draft classes are the best of John Robinson's work? Let me know on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube and on Twitch TV, I will let you know in the comment section on uh, across the board which is the best of John Robinson's draft classes, and I'll read you some of those picks here in just a second. Right after I tell you about the fine hell, I'll, I've got my I've got my props from the DraftKings spot. I'll I'll go ahead and gear up again just to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You want to be a winner. You want to go gamble with DraftKings Sportsbook. You want to use the promo code A to Z Sports so you can wear the crown. You can rock the shades. You can have the you can have the uh, the dollar bills for you to do whatever you want to do. DraftKings Sportsbook has got you guys in the middle of the action, especially right now. Basketball teams are entering the final month of the regular season as they gear up for the playoffs. Now, while some teams are locks. To make the postseason, others are still fighting for their opportunity to chase the trophy this summer. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is going to put you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Turning $1 into $100 is simple. Pick any basketball team to win their next game, and if that if during that game the team you choose hits a three, you bring home $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. So download the the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code A2Z Sports that you see behind me when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choosing hits a three. Code A2Z Sports to turn $1 into $100 in free bets for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. DraftKings Sportsbook is where you go. We're having a lot of fun tonight. I like when I get to use props. <laughs> Bro, my internet cutouts has been Roy. It's all right. Stick with me. Uh, Buck love making it hail, says D. Good. LMAO, what just happened? <laughs> Jason Lewis. We're living. That's what happened, Jason. What's John Robinson's best draft class? 16, 17, 18, 19, and then, of course, last year. Probably not going to be last year. 2020. 
So Donald Bell says 2018, so does Stacey Will. So let's take a look at the 2018 draft class. Now there's only four picks in this class. One, two, five, six. Rashawn Evans, Harold Landry, Dane Cruikshank, Luke Falk. Now, uh, I don't know. I disagree. I do not think that 2018 is anywhere close to John Robinson's best draft. In fact, it's probably, I mean, last year was his most high-risk draft because of the way that Isaiah already already flamed out. But 2018's up there because really the only two impact players that you have, right? I mean, Crookshank plays on special teams. But uh, Harold Landry and Rashawn Evans, you put a lot of eggs in that basket. Getting Jayon Brown and David King in the fifth is crazy. David King is about to get Rashawn Evans. Oh, David Long. Man, Redneck Patriots screwed up, screwed up two games. He said Jayon Brown and he said Jason Brown. I'll put it up there for you so you can see why I messed it up. Jason Brown and David King, except it's Jayon Brown and David Long. So Redneck Patriot botched it both. I don't know if that was on purpose or not. Uh, CJ2K says 2019 Lando 50 on YouTube and Donovan Romaine agree. Uh, so let's take a look at the 2019 draft class. Jeffrey Simmons, AJ Brown, Nate Davis, Amani Hooker, DeAndre Walker, but David Long. Those are five players who have either started or played substantial snaps for the Tennessee Titans. 2019 was a fantastic draft class. Let me know how you feel about it on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. Ivan Gregory says, it's 2019, no doubt about it. Jeff Sawyer agrees. Uh, it's it's a really, really strong draft class, and I'm inclined to agree with all of you saying 2019 because the rest of it, largely meh. There are some good players in there, like Derrick Henry and Jack Conklin in 2016, but there's a lot of bad players in there too, like Kevin Dodd and Austin Johnson. That's why 2019, the best draft by John Robinson thus far. I mean, the film the film speaks uh, for itself. And when you when you go and watch this um, this guy play live, um, when you put the film on, he he's a guy that I think my thirteen and ten year old daughters could scout. But when, like I said uh, last night, when when people in um, Starkville speak so highly. Um, of a young man and, and how he turned um, a mistake into giving back to a community, giving back to a school, um, and me spending half a day with him and the three hours that, that we've spent together, me with him, me with his family, um, The decision was always clear, um, but today it was crystal. I was John Robinson. Now, he's talking there about Jeff Simmons, but there were a lot of good picks in that 2019 draft. 2019 for the dub. I feel like this is the year for the Titans, says Vinroy. We will see. Uh, correct, Buck. Need to correct myself. Got my 18 and 19 screwed up, says Benji Ray on Facebook Live. Jonu Smith, Jayon Brown, Corey Davis, Adori is a strong draft also. So yeah, so that's 2017. Let's take a look, because 2017, probably the best rival for the 19 draft. Corey Davis and Adori in the first round. Taewon in the third, not good. Jonu in the third, very good. Jayon in the fifth. 
Corey Levin in the sixth, Josh Carraway, Brad Seaton, Kalfani Muhammad. So there's a lot. I think that's probably the biggest draft that is, ooh, I don't know. Let's see. One, two, let me count the picks really quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in 2016. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, so 2016 was Robinson's biggest draft class. Um, 2017 was a good draft class. Corey, Adoree, Janu, Jayon. 2016, that was pretty good. Jack Conklin, Derrick Henry, Kevin Byard, Tajay Sharp, LaShawn Sims. And there's a there's a handful more. I'm, I'm listing the good players out of each of those draft classes. So it's 2019. Then you can make the argument between 16 and 17. Uh, but without question, like Donald Bell, yeah, me too. It's 2019. J-Rob makes good late round picks, says uh, Xavier Clement. Shout out to Corey Levin, says Donovan Remain for signing with the Jets. Yeah, I talked to Corey. I love Corey Levin. He's, uh, he's one of a kind. In fact, once Corey's playing career is done, I will tell the story because I want him. To, I want him. I want to make sure that Corey Levin continues to get NFL jobs as long as he gets NFL jobs. But one day, when Corey is done with football, I will have Corey on either the podcast or the radio show, and we'll talk about the time that Corey and I were out at a bar, not together, not on purpose together, but out at a bar in Atlanta for the Super Bowl, and then at a different bar in Nashville the night before roster cutdown day. There are two very funny stories there that we will tell whenever Corey uh, Levin has finished his uh, has finished his NFL career, but they're very, very funny. And, uh, <laughs> and, and one of those stories ended up here with him not on the Titans, but that's, a, again, for another day after Corey is done playing football. Drafting Kevin Dodd over Chris Jones was a crime, says Quez. Oh, my God, can you imagine? I mean, then – and then you wouldn't need Jeffrey Simmons. So now you have Jeffrey Simmons. So it's it's not, I don't know if it makes you feel better. Chris Jones is obviously a very, very good player. But uh, yeah, Kevin Dodd over Chris Jones, over Chris Jones, a tough look. Uh, we do so much better with our second through fifth round picks. We should trade backs as Titans for life. Again, somebody has to be willing to trade up, right? So the problem with Corey Davis, I've told you guys this story before. Um, Corey Davis, they wanted to trade out of the fifth overall pick. They did not want to take Corey at five, but they couldn't get anybody to trade up and they knew they wanted Corey. So they overdrafted Corey and then the run on wide receivers started. Now, out of the wide receivers, I think in the first round, at least, Corey has been far more successful than any of the other players in that first round wide receiver draft class. But um, it's not like it's not like they didn't try to create more draft capital out of like and they've done that before. Uh, they've traded up, they've traded back. They traded up for Rashawn and Harold, um, and they've traded back before and made and maneuvered. So it depends on a team, a team that's willing to come up. You have to find a team that's willing to come up, and you can't show your hand too much uh, by saying that, yeah, we just want to get the hell out of the first round. I heard that they had a deal in place with Cleveland, but it fell apart when Chicago tr took Trubisky. Well, not when Chicago took Trubisky, but when Chicago traded up to get Trubisky, right? They traded way beyond the Titans at five. They went it up to two to take Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, my God, where do we even start? Um, but yes, 2019 by far and away, John Robinson's best draft class. All right, let's finish the show and let's finish strong here on A to Z Sports Primetime. What is one opinion, one sports opinion that you are most passionate about? 
It can be Titans. It can be Vols. It can be Braves, Preds, you know, college basketball, whatever you want it to be. NBA, whatever. Bears were at three, says D. Good. Yes, thank you for reminding me. This is a free site, though. The best thing that I saw on the internet this week, which sports opinion? It could be LeBron's better than MJ or MJ better than LeBron. What are you most passionate about? One sports opinion that would make you stand on the table, scream at your friends, argue in a sports bar when we, whenever we were able to argue in sports bars uh, a million years ago, it feels like. Which sports opinion are you most passionate about? Because there's a clip going around on the internet of Brandon Marshall being very, very passionate about one particular thing. I hope producer Reed blurred out all the all of the cuss words, but we will find out together here shortly. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime, Isaiah Wilson will never be a professional race car driver. Censored MM has started the bidding there, so we will talk about that here in a second. But before we do, I will tell you about Brymac Mechanical, uh, B-R-Y-M, or excuse me, Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress, don't sell without the intel that the Ashton team can provide to you. They will put you in the best position. They are working hard for Middle Tennesseans because they are here in Middle Tennessee. They're not coming in from out of state trying to poach the Nashville real estate market. Gary Ashton, a big part of the community, official official real estate agent of the Titans, Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time at GaryAshton.com. All right. This is a free site. What's the sports opinion that you are most passionate about? Donovan says Sean Taylor is the best safety ever. Jeff Sawyer, NFL equals Tom Brady is the GOAT. Lucky I am an athlete. Censors most cuss words, says Tribe Call Quest. Well, we'll find out here in just a second. I'm most passionate about the NBA's treatment of small market teams. Rich get richer, poor get poorer. I could write a book on that. Yanni Laurel, (laughs) says Lucas Burks. I don't don't know who you're referring to, said Yanni. But at this point, I know that Brandon Marshall is most passionate about the NBA and whether their salaries are guaranteed or not. This from I am the I am an I am athlete podcast on YouTube. Y'all talking about because y'all talking about the NBA got everybody got guaranteed contracts and it's false. They I, do searching this and I'm telling you it's the they truth. Do. No, they don't. Not everybody that's on the NBA roster like who? have a guaranteed there's contract. two way contracts. There's there's two-way contracts, no, it's not. and then there's no, the no, top dogs. There's the top dogs. No, it's not. There's four guys on the NBA team that got guaranteed contracts, and everybody else can be cut today and don't got nothing. And don't have land dime. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. It's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. So who has a better structure, the NBA or the NFL? Everything y'all saying is what I'm saying. It's now you finally got the Russell Wilsons of the world finally saying something. So it's Brandon Marshall losing his damn mind about guaranteed contracts in the NBA. Al Bundy was the best high school football player ever, says Redneck Patriot. Peyton Manning was hiding and taking HGH, says Salmon, Salmon uh, Salvia, Salmon Saliva. I, I don't know. I, Sal, saliva? Salmon Saliva. I don't know. Uh, taking HGH and it was swept under the rug instead of being investigated. Manning's sexual assault in Tennessee was swept under the rug as well. Uh, I mean, everybody, ESPN was all over uh, Peyton Manning. It was the biggest story in sports because ESPN just wouldn't let it the hell go. Once start, once they start yelling, I check out crazy tights for life. I love that I am athlete podcast. Cracks me up. Peyton Manning, Peyton didn't make any tea at UT, says Redneck. 
Patriot. MLB needs to set a cap floor to make teams spend money, says D. Good. Lewis Chesney. Oh, okay. Christian Fuller and Lewis Chesney are talking back and forth. The sports, the the, the thing that's going to make me get like Brandon Marshall veins bulging out of my neck and my head uh, is this. That NFL, and it's unfortunate because Peter King reported this today, the NFL is likely to ease the restrictions on jersey numbers that players can wear. And this is the first time that I felt like my parents, this is the first time that I felt like get off my lawn guy in sports. But the NFL is going to allow players, skill position players, to wear single-digit numbers. That means Derrick Henry could wear two, A.J. Brown could wear one, and most people like that. I hate it. I hate it. I understand that it's it's stupid. It's just a number. Why do, why do I care this much? I, I, I don't know. I don't understand. But I hate it. I hate the number change idea. I want players in the NFL. I want there to be some difference between NFL football and college football. I don't want to see Derrick Henry in number two. I don't want to see A.J. Brown in number one. I don't want to see a defensive lineman wearing 49. I hate that shit. I hate it. It is so stupid. But it's something that's going to happen. It's something that the NFL is prepared to change. It's something the players want. I'm in the I'm in the minority on this. I understand. But it's still something that's going to bother me. I'm going to hate it when it happens. I'm going to hate watching it. I'll get over it eventually because it's my job to. But I hate the idea of single digits that wide receivers can wear what between 1 and 49. Get out of here with that. I don't want to see a wide receiver wearing 49. There's no wide receiver in their right mind wear 49. But somebody's going to do it. And I'm going to hate it. I'm going to hate looking at it in practice. I'm going to hate looking at it. 49 is such an ugly number with the Titans jersey numbers. I hate it. Uh, college football is great, but there isn't anything that college football does better than the NFL. That's not true. I think the environment at college football games is way better, uh, way better than at NFL games. I think, you know, with the exception of places like Green Bay and, uh, you know, what are what are super famous NFL franchises? That, I mean, the, I can't say the Cowboys because the Cowboys have sucked for so long. Um, I mean, the Packers are probably the closest to a college football experience that you have in the pros. Uh, you know, Patriots fans, but even Patriots fans, it's not like that. Uh, mostly because it takes a damn long to get from Boston to Foxborough. Like, it's just, I, I don't think they're, Buffalo. Buffalo is a good one. Steelers are a good one. Cleveland's a good one. Okay, thank you. I was I was stalling for some reason. Buffalo was a really really good one. Chiefs as well. Chiefs Kingdom's nuts. Um, but I think I think Packers supersede all of that because it's such a small town environment. There's just this massive, you know, sanctuary to football dropped in the middle of a Green Bay, Wisconsin neighborhood. Um, so college football, the only thing that they do better than the NFL, I would argue, is the fan experience. But I just I hate the numbers. Don't I don't want to see a quarterback wearing twenty two. I'm with you, Daryl Ingram. I just the, the the idea of that sounds so bad to me, so bad to me. Uh, Seahawks is temper tight. I mean, they, it's been so long since I've heard what the uh, what Seahawks Stadium sounds like with fans in it. It's been a long time. Uh, DJ Rex says, "Yo, Buck Titans looking for a new P- PA announcer." I signed you up, says DJ Rex. Well, thank you, but no, thank you. I don't. I don't need the. I don't need the. Uh, I've got enough to do on game day. Uh, no thanks. Uh, the NBA and the lack of defense nowadays, says Ronnie Sneed. Oh, that's the sports opinion that he's willing to die on. Did you also not like the NCAA allowing players to wear zero? No, I mean, 
I don't just I just don't care about college football that way. You know, like I'm not tied to college football the way a lot of you were tied to college football. I didn't grow up with it. I didn't grow up watching it. I watch it now because I'm paid to. Um and because you guys care about it and the SEC is good and it helps me to know like when guys come to the league from the NFL or when guys come through the NFL draft to the league, I it's better for me to know what they what they look like in college without question. Um but I just uh I just, I get so, I just, I don't like, I just don't like it. I'm going to die. I'm going to die on this hill without question. Uh, what do you think this Titan staff reaction to seeing your name would be? What is the PA announcer? Um, <laughs> I could think of a very few choice words that Mike, Mike Vrabel would have to say about that. Uh, let's see. Is Houston sabotaging Watson says redneck Patriot? No, I don't even want, I don't even want to get into that. That's just, oof. I've, I've got nothing to advance the conversation on Deshaun Watson. Um, all I'm going to say about the Sean Watson moving forward, we're, I'm sure it'll continue to be a story. The only thing we're going to say about the Sean Watson is I don't think he's going to play football this year and that the legal system will have to play itself out. Uh, other than that, no thanks. But in the meantime, the radio show is going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Harry Douglas on the radio show, former Titans wide receiver. He was great on the wide receivers in the draft. We're going to talk more wide receivers tomorrow at 1020. Mike Giardi from the NFL Network. Coach Dave McGinnis from Titans Radio. It's going to be a great show from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. So make sure you either subscribe to Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone, my radio show, or you listen live on 104.5 The Zone. The 615 Sessions, it's popping. Go check it out in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network feed. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the sports this weekend. Enjoy the Masters, because I'm certainly going to. And, uh, you know, enjoy friends, family, loved ones, whomever you're around. But do it with great effort and great energy because I know you're not tired, Ned. Neither am I, even though I said net instead of yet. I'll see you Monday. I'll see you Sunday. I don't know what day it is. Get out of here. No! No!